0: Hello everybody, this is Dr. Deanna Minnick. Welcome to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast, where we explore how you can get some more color, creativity, and healing in your everyday life. We get to look at the spectrum of eating, living, feeling, and creating that you're all about. So let's dive into the inspiration and information rainbow that awaits us. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast. As you know, I've been exploring the role of color and how color can heal our lives. And in this segment, I want to explore the color red. I've been saving red for this moment because red to me is rather intimidating. To me, it's confrontational. And I don't know. I mean, I might even be afraid of it at least I thought I was, before I began this journey into red. I can remember some of my first experiences with the color red. It goes back years and years ago. I went to a dermatologist because I was having some skin rashes that were red, and they were all over me for various things. And so I've always battled throughout my life with with my skin for some reason. And Now I I see my skin as a blessing because it kind of lets me know when things are going haywire and how to get back on track. But as I was growing up, having everything from acne to rashes to, you know, just being sensitive. So my skin would just react and turn red, even sometimes just through emotions. So getting angry or being happy or feeling embarrassed or, you know, the blushing and, you know, just so I've always kind of. Pushed red away because it's never been a very comfortable color for me. And what's what's funny is that later in life I ended up uh, bringing out more of my red highlights in my hair. So <laughs> I don't know. It, it's kind of a, a love hate relationship that I seem to have had throughout my life with this color red. So I remember years ago going to a dermatologist for this. At that time, I, I had a really nasty rash on my body. And it was troubling me because I thought I could figure it out. Where is this rash coming from? And I couldn't make sense of it. So I resorted to going to a dermatologist. And to me, that always puts me in the fear mode because everything always sounds so catastrophic when you go to a dermatologist. And so I was dreading the moment and trying to muster up in as much as I could my seriousness. Um, You know, I I was concerned. I wanted to know what to do. And if I had to put a cream on it... I was going to do that because I was kind of at my breaking point. So I go to the dermatologist and I'm sitting in his office and I'm pretty serious and I'm telling him about this rash and the rash is itchy. It's red, it's inflamed, it's burning hot and I'm not comfortable. It it kind of makes me irritated and even angry to have this rash because I don't know how to get rid of it and the very presence and sensation of it are hurting me. You know, it's just emotionally I'm on edge, physically I'm disturbed, and mentally it's consuming my thoughts because I just want to get rid of it. So I go into this dermatologist and telling him all of this and, you know, saying all these things that I've tried, don't know why it's happening like this. I know I have sensitive skin, but what's going on? Can you give me something to help me get this fixed? And I'm noticing that while I'm talking, he's... Well, he doesn't seem to be very present with what I'm saying. I almost feel like he's a little bit distracted. So when I stop talking, he smiles a little bit and he says to me, You know, I've noticed that when women have rashes, much like you, they seem to wear the color red. And here in my mind, I'm thinking, what is he talking about? I just laid my soul out. I am completely uncomfortable. And all he can comment on is the fact that I happen to be wearing with the color red. So, I, you know, I, I wish at first I was really kind of upset. This was adding, just fanning my my inner fire. But then he he proceeded and, and he was talking a little bit more about it. He's like, you know, I just have noticed this pattern that I'm seeing these women with rashes and, and inflamed skin, they're, they're some, for some reason, they're wearing the color red. I don't know why, but it just, and I see that with you, you're wearing the color red. So off I went, got a prescription for some some cream to help reduce the the swelling, the the redness, the itchiness, and all the while home, even though I was bothered by this whole interaction with him, it kind of got me thinking. Because I am a systems thinker, I am into pattern recognition and connecting dots, and maybe I was even a little bit upset that I hadn't noticed this about myself. Like, why haven't I noticed at that time, why didn't I notice that I was wearing red or that there was some color connection? And what an interesting physician that is connecting those dots and at least calling that pattern out to me. So I went home, changed my clothes, changed into blue and thought that that would be a more cooling color. Don't know if that actually helped me with my rash or not. But what happened as a result of that whole interaction with this dermatologist was it put the connection between red and inflammation into my mind. And what I started to do within my own clinical practice, working with clients, whether I was working with them one on one. In person or I was doing a video chat with them where I was seeing them. I was looking at the colors that they were wearing. I started to put it together and I had a number of clients that ironically, ironically, they they didn't all have skin conditions but they had some kind of inflammation brewing in their bodies and what I noticed was that these people indeed did seem to wear red or have some kind of an affinity for red. I can remember whether it was uh, women, certain women liking red lipstick. They would dye their hair red. They would be wearing red shirts or even red jeans, red socks, red underwear. They might want a red car. It was really strange to start start seeing this pattern of women specifically, because in my practice, I see a lot of women and I have a very uh, small... Minority of men, but uh, I really did notice that this was coming out, and it wasn't for everybody, but for for the select few that I noticed, it was enough that I said, "Wow, maybe there is a pattern going on here." So, yeah, maybe there is something to wearing red and having this inflammation in our bodies. Maybe not. Maybe that's just a spurious connection. So, but I do think it's interesting that the body speaks and the body in this case may be speaking through the element of color. We just don't have a conscious recognition of it. It just comes out. And so when we reflect on colors that we're drawn to, maybe there is something deeper to it. And, you know, maybe there's not. It's kind of like food cravings. Sometimes there's a deeper meaning to a food craving. And then, you know, other times there's just not. There's maybe a a memory behind it or a a physiological craving behind it. So it's something for us to explore. So I want to talk more about red. You know, there are all kinds of, it seems like people have this love-hate relationship with red. There are so many different quotes on there. On the color red. For example, Bill Blass, if you, you know the designer Bill Blass who's out there, uh, his quote is, when in doubt, wear red. <laughs> and uh, similarly, Christian uh, Dior, also in the fashion uh, industry, bright red, scarlet, pillar box red, crimson or cherry are very cheerful and youthful. There is certainly a red for everyone. So, you know, and even the science, there are a bunch of studies out there. And I'll share with you some of those findings as we go on in the show. But, uh, you know, out of all the colors of the rainbow, red and blue are pretty well studied. So that tells me that red is pretty intriguing to most people. It it is. And, And if we look at the spectrum of red... And, you know, every color has its own spectrum. It's not like we're just dealing with a monochromatic sense of this color. Really, every color, like when I say the color red, I'm curious what color of red, what hue, what shade comes to your mind? For me, when I say red, I get this image of a bright, almost a blood red color, But if you look at the spectrum of red, it goes anything from a pink all the way to a a pretty deep hue, like a burgundy. And then when we combine red with other colors, like with yellow, we get orange. When we combine it with blue, we get purple. So red is a primary color. There's something really deep and basic and foundational about red you know it's it's the building block for colors and some might say because of the color of blood that it might be even foundational for our existence our physical existence if we think about it symbolically so let's think about red where do we see red in our everyday environments let's just reflect on this for a second because it's, you know, when I did the podcast on green, green is ubiquitous, especially if you live in the country, you're around a lot of nature. So where does red come in? Does, do we find red in nature? Well, yeah, we do. We, we find it in red rock formations. I think of a, a sunset where the sun has become almost like this vermilion color, very richly red and orange hued. So it's kind of a mixture of colors, but it can be almost red. So that's even in nature. And think of when we go through autumn and we see the crisp leaves on the ground, leaves that have fallen from the trees that are red. You know, I always look for those red colored leaves in the fall because they seem to be so special. You know, there are lots of brown ones, lots of yellow ones. Sometimes you even get the green leaves that are falling prematurely. But the red ones, it's almost like they're these gems, you know, it's just not a color that we often see on trees. You know, obviously there are, are certain trees that do have those leaves just by their very nature, but we don't get to see the 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 layers that are underneath the green until certain times of year. So I kind of feel like it's special. It's special. So within various cultures, you know, I'm, I'm reflecting now even beyond nature and into things that are more human made or within our environment. And maybe this ties into some of the emotional flair and flavor of red. So I'm thinking of a stop sign, maybe the universal stop sign, the octagon with the white letters, big red sign, stop You know, it's almost like red evokes a response or a reaction within us. There's something so survival-oriented about red. What about a stoplight at an intersection? So in addition to a a 2D sign, what about a light that's flashing? Maybe it's pulsing. A lot of medical equipment uses uh, red Red letters and numbers to get people's attention. You think of an ambulance. Many ambulances, not all of them, but some of them are red. You think of a police car. You might see a red siren up on top. Not always. Sometimes there are different colors. But in general, what I get from the color red just at the surface is this urgency, almost an emergency, There's something about our security, our safety, our survival that is wrapped up in that pulsing color, much like the blood going through us, right? And of course, me being a nutritionist, I think about food too and all the gorgeous red colored foods. Gorgeous, gorgeous. You know, I think of strawberries, that bright, bright red. I think of pomegranate, which is a little bit of a deeper hue, those pomegranate arrows and how they're just these almost like rubies. Gorgeous, really gorgeous to see these colors in nature. So emotionally, what can red do for us? Because, you know, part of the reason why I say that color can heal your life is because color portals us into an emotion. Now with red, There is lots of emotion, and I started out this podcast talking about my fear of red. I do have this inherent pullback feeling when it comes to red, kind of like too much. It's just too much. It's a little bit foreboding or, you know, just don't know what to anticipate with the color red. So lots of emotions out there with red, and just even in my own survey of people and asking them and looking at the literature, kind of a hodgepodge of different things, Red can be anything from the sense of exuding passion and joy and love. You know, you think of Valentine's Day, you think of the red hearts, maybe the the candy hearts that are foiled, wrapped in red. You know, there's something about that connection of loyalty, dedication, and devotion that is associated with red. It's almost like, even if you look at various countries throughout the world and how, they have brought the color red into their flag. And maybe that's a status of wealth or status, respect, honor, nobility, whatever it is. And some, you know, I'm even thinking right now about feng shui, the color red and having that as a color of gratitude. So yeah, there, there are, are a number of positive feelings, almost to the to the tilt on on red it's it's like evoking something really strong in us emotionally and it could feel really good like this sense of passion or love. And then if we move over to the other side of the spectrum, you know I, I just believe that everything works as a spectrum. you know there's always this this gliding line there's it's really hard to put things in a category, right? So let's move along that spectrum and maybe, Red is also connected to anger. You know, I remember I, I'm going to tell you about what I did with red. Um, And when I was talking with people about my experience with red, I had some reactions from people saying, wow, when I think of red or I see red, I just feel anger, like boiling blood. You know, we think about these things that are passed down in our culture, like seeing red, I'm seeing red, you know, you're mad, you're angry about something. Really upset. So there is this sense of anger and maybe fear. Maybe there's a sense of power or vigor or strength, like a, a physical strength to that as well. So think about that for yourself now. Where is red in your environment? Where do you have it? Do you wear red? Do you eat red? Do you drive a red car? <laughs> do you have anything red where you work or where you sleep? How do you feel with that red? You know, again, I, I really want to stress this this point of using these colors to strike an emotional chord with us, within us, that gets us to create. That gets us to create because that's what we're after, right? Creativity is essential for your health. Period. It's, it's a fact. I don't need a scientific study to tell me that. I know that from my own personal journey and story. And I know that from talking with others who have had similar experiences. And seeing people who live really creative lives versus those who don't. So if you're feeling kind of stuck and feeling inflamed and angry and irritable, let's look at that color red in your life. Where does it play out? Where is it hiding? Or where is it out in the open? So one thing that I did to get to know red, because, you know, I'm not into color theory or any of this color psychology about how colors need to be in our lives. I do believe, and this is my own perspective, that our take on color is personal, Just like food, just like activity, just how we live our lives, our values, our beliefs, our morals, our thoughts, everything is personal. So let's not put color in a box. I want you, in as much as you can, to experience each color as you're going through each of these podcasts. So hopefully, you will be passionately invited to explore them in a variety of ways that will allow you to open this Pandora's box of what that color can mean for you, getting you to see your environment differently. So let me tell you, let me tell you about my own story of what I did recently, because I am creating these deliberate experiments, or maybe the better word is experiences with each color to dive deep. And so I did that with red. What I did was it was... Kind of late one evening. It was about seven at night. I had finished dinner and I put my um some comfortable purple <laughs> pants on and I put a red shirt on because I knew I was going to do something with red, and I thought, okay, I've got to get into the red moment. And one of the easiest ways to do that is by wearing something that's red. So You know me, I'm into painting, and that's my experience. That doesn't have to be your experience. Your experience is unique to you. What I'm after for me is is something visual. I'm a very visual person. So, for me, what do I do? I pull out a canvas, I put it on my easel. My easel is even kind of falling apart. (laughs) I've been using it a lot. So, I put my canvas on the easel, and I had gone to the store ahead of time and I bought two specific shades of red. One was a bright red and one was a deeper red. And I oozed out some of the paint onto my palette. And there I went. I started to make some brush strokes on the canvas that were red. And, you know, I really tried to dip into this virgin moment. I call it a virgin moment because I wanted it to be really pure, open, innocent, just inviting whatever emotions were going to come out for me. I wasn't going to be wedded to, you know, really having any idea about red. I wanted to let go of all of it and keep myself really open and fresh to this experience. So I didn't know what would come out. And usually when I'm painting, I don't have a set image of what I'm going to be drawing or painting. I just go. I just go. And I go with the feeling of it. And so... One of the first things I started painting with the color red was a spiral. It wasn't like a tight, circular spiral. It was more of like a a long S, but with many curves to it. And then I started to make another one. And before I knew it, I was painting a DNA, a double helix DNA, and really feeling like this color red had portaled me into something at really the foundation of my own existence. It's almost like red became a starting point for me. I started to realize how it was so rooted in my existence as a person. Of course, the the blood imagery came forth for me pretty strongly as I connected in first with the the color red. And then to, to take me through my biology even further with DNA. <laughs> so I painted this DNA and then I I continued to make these swirling mo- movements with the brush, really feeling almost in this trance with the red. And before I knew it, I had the whole canvas colored in red. It was almost like it was just completely bloody, just this bright, very bright red. And In fact, I was so into it, I have to admit that at a certain point, I put down my brush, I put down my palette, and I took my hands. I felt like physically getting into this painting. So even though it was on a canvas, on an easel, the the canvas was on there, I just took my hands and I started going through the paint and I just felt red. I, I felt so connected to red that I just wanted to touch it it was more of a kinesthetic experience than it was visual I don't know how to quite describe this because I haven't had this but one other time and in that painting it was kind of the brown red color so there's something for me that's really visceral earthy physical tangible bodily connected as it relates to this color red and instead of feeling, so here I was thinking the whole time, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fear that comes up with red. I'm going to be afraid. It might evoke certain things to come to the surface, much like my skin. But you know what? The more I engaged with red through this canvas and through this bright color, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. Now, I know I talked about falling in love with green in my previous podcast. I've always been in love with green. So for me, that was like falling in love with green again. But I've never been in love with red. And I didn't anticipate that my fear of red, or at least what I thought of as my fear of red, would turn into this deep appreciation, love and respect for this color red. In fact, I I just felt like it wasn't just me that was coming out in the color red. I almost felt like, this color brought me closer to all of humanity. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's bloodshed. I think of war. I I, I can't even place all the dots for you. I, I can't explain it because to me, it was so emotional. I mean, I can rationalize it and say, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's, it just started flooding forth. This, this, this feeling of all these common experiences that we go through as human beings, as all having blood and as all connecting in to celebrations or its struggles, its defeats, its, uh, you know, handshakes, it's also strife. I I just felt like red to me is the human experience. And again, I want to emphasize that that's just me. That's not you. You may get a completely different entry into red. But to me, red became opportunity, it was potential, it was life force, it was pulsing. And it was so darn engaging. So incredibly engaging on this canvas. In fact, when I was done hours later, I got kind of carried away with it first of all. And it was kind of late at night. I, I think I finished up two hours after that with the canvas, washed all the brushes, um, went to bed, woke up in the morning. I felt compelled to wear red again. So I put red on And for some reason, I I had to go to the grocery store in the morning. And so I went to the grocery store and I started, it was really fascinating. I started really relating to people differently. It was almost like red. The color red in my experience the night before had changed my imprint and my perception of my outer world in a small way, but a significant way. That feeling that red connects all of humanity started to really trickle into my palpable, tangible experience. And as I walked into the grocery store, I began connecting eye to eye with people. You know, sometimes I go to the grocery store. I'm a little bit in a rush. I get in, I get out. I'm not dwelling. Other times, I'm I'm taking my time, but I'm not connecting so much with people and the experience. But in this case, when I had connected with Red, it was almost like, wow, I don't know. I I want to connect with people and I'm aligned and feeling that sense of alignment with them. So I found myself smiling at people. I found myself making eye contact. I found myself going out of the way for people, um, moving out of the, the way if I was in the aisle and, you know, just just going even beyond what I would normally do. And I'm I'm a polite person and a people pleaser by nature. But this was different. This was at a different level. So that's, you know, interesting that what I thought was going to end up in fear ended up with, again, great respect, appreciation, admiration, and love for humanity at this really deep level. So now what I do... Because one of the ways to bring these colors and what you learn from them and what you experience through them is to anchor them in some way into your life. And so now when I'm wearing red, I have this memory, this imprint of connecting with people at a really deep level. And maybe, you know, back to what my dermatologist said, you know, there could be some element of inflammation or or maybe not. Maybe I'm forming my own memory and connection with red at a deeper level that will now replace that initial pattern that was emerging. So what do you think? What do you think about red? I want you to have your own experience, and I've got three ways for you to do that. Since red can be such a bodily color, and the st- the studies on red show that in some way when performance, when people that are performing, whether it's a sports performance, an athletic performance, when they wear the color red, somehow they just happen to do a little bit better. Maybe because they're more on edge. Maybe they're more revved up. Maybe they're ready to react. But they seem to have some changes in their heart rate, their changes in performance, their changes in presence. So one of the first things I want you to do, based on those scientific studies, is I want you to dress in red. I want you to wear something red for a whole day, and not just a little bit, I want you to make it the big central feature of your clothing. So maybe it's a shirt, like I was wearing to the dermatologist, or maybe a red pants. I don't know. Not many people probably do, but if you do, let's put them on. Maybe a big red scarf that you're wearing through the day. So wear something red, make it a part of your body, not just as an adornment, but let it really take you over like a huge swath. And here are some things I want you to note. As you first put it on, I want you to notice, you know, always come back to your feelings. What are your feelings? What are your reactions? What are you thinking? And I want you to, to just jot a couple things in your journal, Spend a minute. You can even time yourself. Use your smartphone or a timer or a watch to just time yourself and write down for one minute what you feel upon putting red clothing on. And then throughout the day, I want you to start noticing that color red. Bring yourself back to red throughout the day. I mean, after all, you're going to have the color on. It's going to be easy to find yourself back there. I want you to note if it changes your body posture. Do you feel more upright or more sluggish when you're wearing red? What is what is your body telling you about the color red? Notice your activities when you're wearing the red. Are you going faster? Are you going slower? Do you feel more motivated? Do you feel more lethargic? How does your body perform? And it doesn't have to be like those studies. I mean, who cares what they got in the studies? That's one particular population. What we care about is you and your experience of red could be very different and i want you to have that personalized experience now once you're done at the end of the day and you're done wearing red carry this over into the next day and i want you to see if there are any other translations that come up in your body and what do you feel like the next day what do you feel like just at the the moment you wake up some of the feelings i want you to write those down in your journal make it just a one minute jot a one-minute jot. That's all it requires. Now, separate from dressing in red, and you have to pick the day that you can do that. So you pick a day, you plan on it, you dress in red, you note your feelings when you do that. That's all good. Then, as a separate experiment or experience, I want you to spend, and I have people do this in my whole detox program, I have them eat red colored foods for three days. And I make sure that they get a variety of foods. So I have a bunch of different recipes in the whole detox book. You can do whatever you'd like. I just want you to choose different red foods for each of the three days. And you decide what kind of foods that you want. Chick- make, make sure you choose, if you can, whatever's in season. So if there are strawberries in season, raspberries, pomegranate, I mentioned that one before, radishes, red apples, red plums, pink grapefruit. You know, there, there's there's so much out there. So you decide which red-colored foods you're going to have to eat. But you got to do the shopping. you got to do that ahead of time. you got to plan on those three days. Then you go and get the food. And what I want you to do, keep your journal close by when you do this, is I want you to take some notes while you're preparing the foods. What do you note when you're looking at them? What are some feelings that come forth? Do the colors of those foods trigger anything in you? Does the food itself trigger anything in you just looking at it? What does that visual of that red food bring forth before you even put that food in your body? Okay, so just go with the the visual of it. And then I want you to move beyond that. And once it's in your body, I want you to see what it feels like to eat these foods. You know, I'm big into this, right? I've be, I've been an emotional eater throughout my life. This came up when I was a teenager and since I've had to work with this process a lot, what I have done is brought in a lot of the emotions as it relates to different foods. And so I want you to do the same. Whether or not you're an emotional eater it doesn't matter. What I want you to do is observe your reactions to eating these red-colored foods and just jot some things down. Again, you're looking for pattern recognition, much like that dermatologist was noticing a pattern of all these women with dermatitis coming into his office wearing red. We're doing the same with you. We're creating and looking for these patterns and opening up your creative expression because we do know that creativity is healing. It's essential for your health. Now, the last activity I'd like you to do, and you can do this in a variety of ways, I want you to feel the heat of red. Now, we're moving away from looking at red because I had you dress in red. We're going to have you eat things that are red, and now I want you to get the sensation of red. Usually when we think of red, it's about heat, inflammation. There's something that's warm about red. I don't think any of us can deny that. We would really not connect cool temperatures with the color red. We typically connect warm or hot temperatures to the color red. So what I'd like you to do is allow your body to experience heat in some way. And you can do that if you've got a sauna, maybe just a special heated room. Maybe you wanna go outside and it's a sunny day, it's particularly warm. You wanna be in the sun and you're doing that in a safe way for you, whatever your skin tone is. I always have to think about that for myself. Maybe you're just in a warm shower or a warm bath, just for a couple of minutes. And so choose one of these, Some place where you get warm, you just get a bit warm. And I want you to let yourself sit in that for a few minutes and contrast that feeling of the heat, the sensation of red compared to not being in the heat. What does it evoke in your body? What kinds of sensations? What kinds of physical signs or symptoms? Do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel more uptight? Do you feel more uh, irritability, more anger? Do certain emotions start to ooze out? I know for myself, I feel like a different person when I'm in warm weather versus cool weather. Or when I step into a hot shower versus turn the, the knob to cold. Oh my goodness, you know, what a difference. I'm in and out. Whereas with a hot shower, I'm relaxed. I'm so open, and I'm just expansive in that place. Feels really good. But again, that's me, not you. And I want to know about your experience with the color red through this heat that you bring into your environment. And I know that um, you know we. I talk so much about the visual cues of color, but there is something to be said about how we sense color and sense it through our bodies through these different elements so what do you think these three different strategies you know i like the number three three is the number of creativity so i always like to give you three things so i'll just repeat them quickly so that you can jot them down if that makes sense number one dress in red journal and see how you feel wearing red number two Eat red-colored foods for three days and see how you feel looking at them and see how you feel eating them for these three days. And then finally, sense red through heat in some way. And it just has to be for a short period of time. But I want your entire body to really tap into this sensation of red and get into that. So we're going to have fun with this. And so let's see what comes bubbling up for you with the color red. I'm excited. You know, and again, we're we're going on this rainbow ride of all of these different colors and exploring how they each really impact us in our lives. Red can be healing for you. Let's find which emotions it's going to open up for you. Let's find what your personal experience of red is through these activities and most of all, let yourself have fun with it. Yes, life is an experiment, it's an experience, and the goal here is to create. So, thanks for tuning in to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast. Always a pleasure to have you, and let me know how it goes with the color red. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.